Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. This is Robert A. Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom, Visionary Vitality. Well, actually, it's Cowboy Wisdom Radio and Cowboy Wisdom. And anyway, tonight I want to talk about the simple thing of Merry Christmas. In the last few years, we've become under pretty heavy siege with it. But here's the thing. I grew up saying Merry Christmas, and, you know, we got such bigger things going on in our life to talk about rather than just Merry Christmas or this. And if it's a big thing to you, and it is. But to me, it's more about us understanding Merry Christmas and just being who we are. And as I'm going through this, and I just want everybody to understand, I like, I just say Merry Christmas because that's what's dear to me. And if you're from high, Happy Hanukkah and all the seasons. But it's the spirit of the season and it's the genuineness of the season that really allows me to expand and do what I do. As I now see myself opening up my heart, I see different things happening. But you know, something that I really expanded into this week, and I really wrote something about it. And it's the words we speak. And the words we are really quite important because when we are speaking words and we start keep using the same words and we keep using the same everything, we become ingrained in the in the whatever's of life, but not the real whatever's of life. We become engaged in the old ways of life. And the words actually keep us ingrained. And I and I write and I've used, I started using bigger and different words that mean the same thing, but here's the thing. If I'm willing to expand my vocabulary, how does that take me out of where I'm at in life? And how does it take me away from saying what I am, staying the same and being blocked and locked in what's going on. That allows me to open up and see what is going on and how world the world is happening and what else is going on in my life. So as I'm opening up and doing my thing here, I really become engaged in a life of leisure and luxury. Because it it opens my eyes to understanding that I'm the one that gets to choose luxury and all the goodness in life. Nobody else. And that's what words do. The words in the subconscious mind, you can write an image the subconscious mind can understand. And the subconscious will get onto the image and really open you up to be a new expression of who you are, where you're going, and how you're getting along in life. And as I start seeing myself doing this and living this life, I become freer in my innovation. And as I become freer in innovation, I really unlock some things in my life that I really never understood was there. Because I always knew they was there. But I never understood they was there. And there's a bigger thing in that because 
when you understand it's there, you have the willingness and the gut to expand into it and do what you choose to do. But it's really coming down to an authentic authenticity of of enjoying who you are and where you're going in life. Most of us are afraid to really admit to what is going on in our life. And something I've endeared myself to is the embellishing of my dreams and where I'm going. So as life becomes an engaging part of my me, I become more engaging in the part in my inner innermost self. And really, I'm starting to really understand that the depth of me is the depth of my life. And as I open up to that, I really start seeing something else inspired inside myself. And that's something else I've, I let go of doing is having thoughts. I've actually expanded, expanded into inspiration. I now have inspiration instead of thoughts. And how does that make you feel when you say, when you, you choose to be inspired to be who you are and where you're going and how you're doing everything? So as I open up and life becomes an engaging thing for me, I really start grasping that life is an event of, of dancing. Sometimes you're waltzing, you're rumbling, but it is. Life is an event of dancing. So when you choose to dance and really entertain yourself and move yourself forward, where do you become locked? And how do you use the same words and the same words locked you into yesterday? And that is something that I, you know, that is new to me. And I just really, I've understood the, the words expand, energize, and how they open you up. But it's not just the words. It's the words that have memory inside you is where life becomes an engaging say, uh, say, uh, savoriness. So when you stop playing in what is going on and you start really expanding into what you understand, how does that move you forward and really allow you to do different things. And uh, as I move forward through this, life becomes uh, a real, real enterprising thing. But it isn't until we engage in that inner sage and become free in who we are. But how do you stay stuck in everything? I know I have. So when is it do we become free of being stuck in yesterday and living in a place we never want to be again? So now I allow myself this new freedom. I really use words that have an openness to them rather than use the word that keep me stuck in yesterday. 
And I started writing this way in about 2010. And as I've expanded through this, I've really opened up to a lot of new things and different things in my life. The willingness to engage is where life really becomes. This becomes a a sagest adventure for the savvy uh, warrior within me because we always are out traveling and seeing where we can go, but we really, really lack is the verbiage to go with the dream. And that's something I've really expanded into is into the verbiage of the dream. So as I do this, I really become open that's new. And what are you afraid to open up to? And that is a question I have to ask myself every day. And as I open up to this and I see it happening, I really let go of being flustered and stressed out because I I grasp I'm in a new movement and I'm going forward. And, and, And something that's new to me. But it's new to me, but it's never new to the world or to the universe. And so another word... I have, I've come up and really has a new meaning, and that's surplus. The universe always has a surplus. There's a surplus of love, money, but it's up to us to really expand and engage in. How does the sassiness of the surplus sass, the surplus of of money. How does that feel? I always have a sur I always am encompassed with a surplus of money. How does that free you up and open you up to something new and something different? And really stops you from just being what it is. So today when, when will we stop using the words that involve us in memory? How would that feel to really stop using the words in memory that have us stuck in memory? And that is something that, that that's very freeing. But where do we stay stuck in memory because we're really afraid to go out into the world. So how do we use words that keep us in that same way of living, in the same paradigm, and everything else? So when it comes to this, and but now I want to talk about just the word surplus. So where in your life Are you afraid of surplus? And something else I've really expanded into, everybody wants a fairy tale relationship. But here's the thing. Here's something to open your eyes to. Are you willing to engage 
in the fairy tale relationship. Because I remember when I was in my, when I was married a long, long time ago, I was always trying to see something, do something, but so I always was looking and never, ever being satisfied with who I am. And that's something I've really, I can acknowledge now. I am satisfied with who I am and where I'm going in life. But when I'm choosing to be satisfied and I'm really looking, being satisfied is what? That's never enough. That's Satisfied is a curiosity within me to really engage in this. And so, and once you're satisfied with life, you can quit going back and let go of the past. Then you got to get into the savviness of life because life is an entertaining game that really exposes to our own self. See, that's all life is, is being exposed to myself. How does that feel? Now, knowing that you've always been exposed to yourself and nobody else. And that's all, and that just came to me. But that's all life is, is I'm being exposed to myself in, in a different way. So... So how am I afraid of myself, of seeing my talent? And it, I'm afraid of my talent and scared to admit what's going on in there and admit there's some places I really do need choose to expand and feel better, live better, be bolder, brighter, and more innovative. But the surplus of wealth, the surplus of money, how does that really expose me to my inner self. But that's what life is, is I'm being exposed to myself. God, that takes life out of me. Good and bad are indifferent. Yeah, that, and that, that, that's really quite an eye-opening situation now that I sit there and I look at it and I start doing that. So how does the words I speak keep bringing, exposing me to the same thing and the things I do? That's quite unique. I'm being exposed to myself. So where in my life am I afraid of being exposed to myself. And what don't I like about being exposed for myself? And what am I afraid to admit and see and just do? And how is this admiration, how is there an admiration, a creation in there? It's a creation. 
out of creation, creation, a creation innovation. So when I see the good in somebody, that is me. But when I start talking disappointingly towards somebody, I'm really talking disappointedly to myself. And now that I've done that and I've exposed myself, I'm starting to understand the true inner peace. And when I do that, who's being responsible for their life? I am. And when I'm 100% responsible for my life, and now see who I'm being exposed to and into the gender of myself and all the goodness that life has to offer. How is that really showing me a better way to understand that life does send me some entertaining and engaging things to be part of? It's never about what I think it is. It's always about who I don't think it is. And that is something I really, really am exposing myself to. So as I go through this exposure of composure, because once you understand that, I really have to expand. And then I have to ask me all the questions about what I said about the other person. Now, is that fair to me? Yeah. Does it egotistically seem fair? No. But it is fair. And that is the way it is. And that is how it goes in life. And I am a published author and a writer, but that is the simplest I've ever heard it. How is life exposed to me? That is a new one for every for the ages right there. And so, as I admit, there's people I didn't like and there's people I didn't think I liked. But really, that was exposing me to me and there's people I loved and that's exposing me to me and doing what I do to me and just about everything else you can imagine. So where in my life am I tied to my parents and my parents' way of thinking? And, you know, it's deep for than just the conscious mind we're attached to. And that's kind of, and that is where the life is lived. But when you're exposed to people and you don't like something, how is that you? I know it's me. So I'm really willing to really participate in this game of expansion. But it's really the winner's circle of expansion. It's letting go of the irking of me. The only one that can irk me is me. And how is that the each of me too? But it's really a freeing experience once you start out understanding it and doing it and really making life entertaining about everything to me. So as I move forward through life and life becomes more open and willingness and now I see that's being exposed to me 
that really allows me to expand and really say what I got to do. So, so what is it that I should be looking at that I'm not looking at? That is the thing. What am I looking at that I shouldn't, that I'm afraid to look at? So tonight, I do this, and I really start this exposure thing. Where in my life is this required to allow me to be the fiery entrepreneur within myself? And when I say this, it really makes it simple because I just look at it now in a bolder, brighter, bigger way. And that's what my books, CDs, hypnotherapy do, and dream sculpting. That's all it does. And something I've expanded into, a lot of the trainers that I've listened to, they're really, they're really engaging in their own stuff. But how are they afraid to admit what's going on? Anyway, here is the deal. I am the key to my kingdom. I write this vision in first person with a message to expand people's lives through understanding to unleash their courage and allow their chosen third party to be there to energize their dreams and bring them to fruition. People have ingrained pain from experiences in their daily lives. I wrote this vision to allow people to unlock the vault full of pain, fear, and negative myths to set people free. Along with all the rhetoric received from friends, family, and daily encounters, the pain they have endured along the way has been allowed into their subconscious landscape with this act. People cause others to bury the pain as as deeply as they can, which is the way to keep pain pain locked forever away. So I wrote this vision to allow people to unlock the vault of pain negative and negative myths. This way they can reach a newborn class, allowing them to unsheath their valent valor to live their desired desire from now to eternity. As I realized my kingdom innovation in gallant valor chose me in the world I have outspoken omnipotence to live in the chateau of plush cornucopia authorizing me to audaciously get the fact that I am my cosmic it in my life. To virtuously grasp that I am the key to my Kevlin kingdom embellishing my impeccable fiesta as I now grasp Kevlin and I grasp Kevlin I am relishing me experiencing my Kevlin I venture by comfortably discerning that I am an enlightened explorer, free of karmic matter, detached in every way, highlighting my omniacic glow, blows my breezes of boldness, telecasting my red carpet ride to glide and stride, living in my plush palace in a bountiful, blissful blast, because I showed me I encompass the classic guestiness to see the world as unrefined wisdom. How did that open you up and allow you to feel better? And that's what my green sculpting and everything. It's a series of new words 
that open up the new visions in you and me and the world. So as I move forward through this lifetime and understand my dreams expose me to my grandeur and my limiting beliefs. And isn't that what life's about, is us being exposed to our limiting beliefs? Because that's all I, I, I understand now is I've tried to live my limiting beliefs without me even knowing I was doing it. Because now I understand I was doing it, who can I can expand through it. Because everything I think I, I've been exposed to in the world is pretty much a limitation if you listen to the words and the rhetoric of everything being spoken. Allows me to engage in a newborn sage within myself because I have the sassy sassiness to move and and move in an enlightened, bolder way. So now as I see this life, I begin this new adventure into this new deal. And that poem comes from my vision, I Very I Am by Robert A. Wilson and my uh my author's page is cowboy is Amazon dot com slash Robert no well I got it together. Amazon dot com slash author slash Robert A. Wilson, all lowercase. But it really becomes this new new way of living for me. Because when I can admit that everything I see in my life is me being exposed to me, what does that do? Does that open up the confidence for me to play and do different things? Or does that lock me in yesterday and keep me hanging out and stuck in the muck of everything that is wrong with everything in life? And that is kind of where I'm really, really, really seeing life really expand. So in life, who do we really think is our own challenge and our own everything? But as I move forward, life is an engaging stage. Life is nothing more than an engaging stage and me moving forward to do different things. So as I open up to see that I'm being exposed to myself, how does that take the limitations off of my thinking and that allow me to do this? And how does that allow this to do to you? Because life is unboring when you stop being boring to yourself. And start looking out, stop looking outside of yourself for something to do and something to be. And that is it. And and see, life is boring because we're looking for somebody else. The leading cause of divorce, to my in my my way of looking, is somebody is looking for somebody to make them happy, instead of the person looking to participate in the fairy tale 
and understand it's all from them. And the one that puts out the more may lose, but the one that puts out the least loses in the end because more you score, least you become the thief. You become a pest, a festering pest in your own life. So now as we move forward through this and life becomes free, how is the unexposed exposed to who you are actually exposing you to your own true self? Anyway, I am Robert A. Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom, and my website is cowboy-wisdom.com. I'm a hypnotherapist and NLP practitioner, dream sculptor with a seminar called Walking Wisdom Seminars. And my phone number is 702-755-9410. And my email is cwbywsdm at gmail.com. And all of you very have a very, very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and all the stuff in the world. And as we move forward into the holidays, may your life and holidays be as blessed as you are a blessing to me in the world. And I'm going to say good night, and we'll see you Thursday night. And thank you for listening.